Welcome to The Clarity Call, a podcast which provides encouragement and guidance for parents overwhelmed with the responsibilities of raising a child with special needs or has a medically complex diagnosis. Gain an enlightening perspective that helps dispel feelings of fear, uncertainty, or exhaustion as you venture into a life of peace, joy, and clarity. You're now on The Clarity Call with Alicia and Kimberly. Welcome back to the Clarity Call, everyone. I'm Alicia. And I'm Kimberly. And we are here with summer in full swing, excited for new tools, new opportunities, and new growth. Life is so great. If you're new here, we are sisters, and between us, we have 16 children. Yes, that is a very big number for children. It's like an army. It is. It's a little army, and they are an army. And um, six of them have been... Um, diagnosed with a medically complex diagnosis or are considered special needs. And it doesn't matter how many times I'm going to say that. No, even when you practice before we start. I know, I said it perfectly. (laughs) And somehow I get on the mic and I freeze. But anyway, um, we love winging it and we love the opportunity to grow and learn with you. And that's what life's all about. Amen It's an amazing journey. But we do hope your summer is... um, is awesome, has started off awesome, and that you're healthy and well and finding new opportunities to have clarity in your life because I know I have for sure. Amen, yeah. But it doesn't come with not, without having a little chaos, which is Kimberly's going to intro us with our reality yeah. check. Yeah, pain. Remember, we just did an episode got some pain. On, on pain being inevitable, but misery being optional. Right? True. The suffering is optional. True. So I'm having to work really hard this morning to not suffer <laughs> with my thoughts. I'm trying to have some clean pain instead of dirty pain about starting summer and just feeling like, I mean, I wanted to, to be farther ahead. I wanted to be more prepared when summer hit. Mm. And I feel like I just, it came and I was like, oh my gosh, it's here. It's what, here. <laughs> what am I going to do? And so it's like, okay, hurry, create a schedule, summer schedule for Caden. And okay, you know, we got to have a reward system in place. And I think I remember looking over as I was doing dishes and seeing you tell Jason, okay, next week. And you seemed very calm in that moment. <laughs> next week, we're going to do this. And next thing I know, I show up on Monday and you're like, you already have the schedule. And I'm thinking, wait, you didn't do anything of that calmly. You just all of a sudden had it. Ah, so it must have been a whirlwind that one day I wasn't there. Oh, yeah, I guess. Because you were pretty calm telling him. It's a whirlwind. (laughs) It is a whirlwind. (laughs) But I do pretty good at, at, you know, staying calm. Because like we've talked about, people feel your energy. Right. And so I know that if I can keep my energy calm, then the people around me tend to have a calmer energy. And I think that that is what you're seeing is... There might be internal chaos happening, but I'm pretty practiced at putting on a calm front just to try and keep the energy at a good level in my spaces. And I mean, it does help me not feel more chaotic or whirlwindish or whatever. But anyway, so I guess I have been feeling a little behind since summer started. I wanted to be further along, right? And... This morning, you know, we have a nurse that is um, with us for like two days a week during the summer. And, you know, she's for sure in for June. I want her to be in for July and August as well. And probably even further down the road to PRN for us. Um, And Caden's being a stinker with her. 
Yeah. He's just being a little stinker. Yeah. I mean, he's four years old. He <clears throat> is in prime boundary pushing mode. In fact, he's going to be five the end of the month. Right. So we're just in that phase. And if you can imagine, sweet Caden, sometimes sweet Caden, has a lot of people coming and going from his world. He has a lot of adults constantly telling him what to do, messing with him, you know, as far as doing flushes, suctioning his trach. You know, like he's got a lot going on and I'm sure when I put myself in his situation, he feels pretty out of control. So right. he's constantly control seeking, which means boundary pushing, you know, see what I can get away with, see what I can be in control of. And so I'm not saying that I haven't spent time trying to understand his perspective, but I also have this like desperate feeling that I'm trying to work through of like, just be good for her so that she'll stay with us for the mm -hmm. summer and she won't be like, Caden's too hard. He's too much of a stinker. I'm not coming back, you know? Right. Well, and it's hard because I was just thinking about that. Like you say, he's four years old. They want their independence. But, you know, this is a child who legit does not get one second of independence or his own space. Even in the bathroom, you can't shut the door. Why? Because he has a critical airway and right. he, eyes are always on him. Right. So it's like that double-edged sword. Right. Because it's like, if you could just be like, you know what, Caden, I want you to just be able to go in this room, close the door, have your own time in your own space. Right. You could never do that. Yep. And so the poor kid really does just uh, have the struggle. Yeah. So all that to say, I'm working through some trying to have more clean thinking, you know, around this whole I want to control my kid and make him behave perfectly so that we can have the right nurses for the summer. Um, I have some of that drama going on that I'm working through this morning. And then, like I said, just feeling like I started the summer off a little behind. And that's our topic this morning, today. Well, this idea of you can't be behind. <laughs> when you sent that, I was just trying to think behind, behind, behind. Like, I literally think I spent more than the first half of my child rearing years saying that a lot. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so behind. Oh, I'm behind. No, I can't do that right now. I'm behind. And then I've, and I thought to myself as I pulled that out and did some of the tools and I just went, well, what was I behind? Who was I behind? Right. Or who was I comparing myself to? Like, was I not good enough? Like what, what were creating those thoughts of being behind. I had seven little babies, seven kids running around, you know, like you're nursing, you're this, you're that, you're pregnant, you're, you know, you're doing ball games and this and plays and like, you just like, it was an amazing life. But I, I think in my mind in the back there was always like, I'm just living behind. Yeah. I'm never going to catch up. Never. Right. And then I was like, but I do remember the moments of being present and being like, those were the times where we were having dance parties and there was chaos going on and I was canning or cooking or whatever. And we had this teeny, teeny, tiny little kitchen and yet everyone was in there and we were having present, awesome fun. Right. And I don't think I, I'm sure I wasn't being fueled with, I'm behind anything, you know, right. like I wasn't feeling that because it was just awesome. And I know all of my kids have the best memories probably in that kitchen. Right. Like doing dance parties. And those were not moments of being fueled by being behind. Yeah. Yeah. So let me share with you the reason that this uh, topic was sparked for us. We follow um, a guy named Corey, Mas <clears throat> pardon me, Corey Mascara. And I will tag him in uh, the post, the social media post that I do. Uh, when this podcast airs so that you can follow him on Instagram. And then we actually signed up to get his 
uh, daily texts as well. And they are so amazing. Every single one of them that comes through makes me pause and really consider what he has shared to have cleaner thinking. There's days have... I think, is he hearing what I'm I know. I'm like, life? this is perfect for today, <laughs> right? Okay. So you're going to want to follow, follow Corey Mascara, but he said this in one of the texts that he sent. He said, there is no being behind in life. There is only where you are on the path you're creating moment by moment. The only way to be behind is to be behind someone walking the same path as you. No one is walking the same path as you. Like that just blew my mind when I read that. When I'm like, oh yeah, that's true. Like if you're physically walking behind someone on a path, then you're walking behind someone. Right. And then when I read the next line, no one is walking the same path as you. I was like, oh, that's true. Because I can't walk in the exact footsteps that the person in front of me is walking in because they have the same different size foot. Even if like, I even went to like, if we're walking in snow and I'm walking in the exact same snow prints in front of me, my foot is still a different size. It's a different path. Yeah. Yeah. There's no walking the same path. Okay. I just had a thought. Okay. So think about when you're, do you say I was driving behind that person or I was following that person? Or they were following me. You could say either. Right. You could. Okay. But look at all those aggressive drivers out there. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to get ahead. Right. They want to be ahead of everybody else. And you know what's so funny is this morning there was crazy traffic. And because it's like raining and thunderstorms in Texas here. And I was following this uh, truck that was pulling a boat trailer. And he was trying so hard to get in front of people. And it's funny because as I was getting closer to my destination, he was like, ended up being behind me in a lane in the right lane. And that's exactly (laughs) what I was thinking is the more we try to get ahead, the more we end up following, following Following behind behind. and whether it's emotional or mental or whatever, the idea is just, I mean, I'm not kidding you. I'm having this like bing moment right now because... When you're just calm, even with driving, and everyone can relate to that. Well, most everyone. We'll get there when we get there. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just, <laughs> it's just like enjoying what you're doing, where you're doing it. Because when you're in that rush, what are you missing out? Yeah. On. Right. It's you know? FOMO again, right? Yeah. And so, like, that's amazing because those people who you watch whiz by and you're just like, well, that's going to turn out in an accident. Oh, they're going to get pulled over. Mm-hmm. Like. Those type of experiences are very seldom going to be positive and right. healthy. Right. And and just to watch them feels dangerous. Yes. So people looking at us, are they when we're in that behind mode, are they like, oh, you look like a hot mess. You're dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> to I yourself. Can, I can feel your chaos coming off your body. Yeah. It's so true. So just that presence is so important. Yeah. Anyway, that's awesome. For sure. Yeah. So some of the notes I made in, in thoughts I had after I read that was how often do we shit on ourselves? You know, we talk so much about that. Me, I was like, I should have been farther along. I should have been more prepared the first day that summer hit. Yeah, why didn't you have that schedule like right? a week why ago? Why didn't I have it up and posted? And why yesterday did I finally create the sticker program when it should have been created? You know, like, that's a bunch of BS because you know what I'm finding? <laughs> <laughs> I have had to readjust even since I made the schedule. I'm like, oh, I need to add a game time. Oh, I need... A this, little color. It can't just actually, be handwritten and thrown actually, on the wall. Yeah, this actually doesn't work in this time space. So it needs to be adjusted and fluid and, you know, 
anyways, I'm like, oh, 10 stickers is not enough. He needs to earn 20 stickers a day. And, and we just need to be flexible. We need to be able to make adjustments, which is another reason you can't be behind. Right. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And your to-do list. Who said? <laughs> like, just because they're, they're, everything's not complete on your to-do list does not mean you're behind. It means good for you for writing things down so that when you want to do them and you have time to do them, you do them. I know. And I think it's funny. I, I find old notebooks that have lists in them and I'm just like, wow, I didn't get much done on that day or whatever. But yeah, it's that idea of just getting it out because like they say, like a, a wish not or whatever goal not written down is just a wish or whatever. Right. Yes. And it's the same when you have ideas and you write them down, you are showing up intentionally. Yes. Right. And whether you get to it or not, you, you are being intentional on your thoughts, on what you're wanting to do. You're processing it. And I can't tell you how many times we've talked and we're just like, Oh wait, remember we were going to do this. We're going to, we can't even remember. And that's that whole idea of just like not being intentional and not trying to create the life that we're wanting to show up better for ourselves. However, when we do those things and we end up making the lists or showing up intentional, they're just, it brings so much more peace. We don't end up doing that shooting on ourselves, right? Right. Because of the fuel that, that is fueling the action that we're taking in our lives. If we're doing it from, I'm so far behind, I have to get all of this done. You actually get less done. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, like Alicia was saying on the road, when you're trying to be so fast and zoom in and out of traffic and get somewhere, guess what? The person you don't zoomed past ends up ahead of you anyway. <laughs> you know, <laughs> truck pulls out in front of you and stops you. It's yeah. like, slow it down. Slow we down. talk so many times about just slowing it yeah. down and, and you're not behind and you know, you just have to have your own self gauge. And if you don't have a gauge where you feel like you've been doing this your whole life, then Get it out of your body. Talk to somebody about it because the more you talk about it, the more you process these things. Um, it's just so helpful on our journeys to just get it out there. Yeah. When I work with clients, a lot of times they're like, I just know that if I could create a better schedule that I would have a better handle, I wouldn't feel so much overwhelm in my life. And I'm like, okay, that's your action. And we need to work on your fuel the fuel that is driving your action first. So let's back up. Mm -hmm. Let's slow down. Let's figure out how we can generate thoughts that create useful fuel for your action taking. And then after we have changed some of the thinking to create more clarity, more calm, more peace in life, then we go into creating a scheduling system that I offer my clients to help them get things kind of in order to reduce overwhelm, but we're not going to create a schedule from overwhelm. Right. In fact, I actually, you say that, and I, I had thoughts this morning, <clears throat> which I did make a message of about ways we can learn how to slow our life down. So if this is resonating with you and you're like, Oh gosh, I need to figure out how to slow my life down, hang with us for a couple weeks. And we're going to, we're going to do a podcast on how you can slow your life down. Yeah, we'll give you some much needed tools. But for today, we just need you to internalize that you can't be behind. It's not even a thing, okay? And the other thing that I think it's important to recognize, even before we start working on tools to slowing life down, is that prioritizing is a real thing. You know, yes, maybe you have a list of 10 things that you were thinking you were going to get done that day. But what if that day you were just like, Okay, so I'm just going to make sure I get this one thing done today. Okay? 
and you prioritize that. If nothing else gets done today, it's totally fine. I'm going to make sure I get this one thing done. Right. Prioritize. And then the other thing in, in conjunction with prioritizing is getting your own back, validating yourself when you do that. Okay. When you do show up for yourself and get something done, be like, good job, me. I did it. Right. So it's important that, you know, you have that, um, going in your mind, even if you accomplish nothing, but it's because you were so present with your kids and you had an awesome day, nothing on your to-do list got done. You get your back there too. Way to go me. I showed up as the mom I wanted to be today. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that is the hardest thing though. Being a mom, I think it's very challenging to, to remember to celebrate the tiny, tiny wins. Right. You know, if you had a sick kid and all you could do that day was just hold that child. Like we feel so, I just, I, that resonates with me in how unaccomplished I felt so many times of just like, oh my gosh, I got nothing done today. Really? Yeah. Really? I have seven kids or and eight I kids them, now. And they're all still alive. And they're alive. <laughs> yeah. Amen. So, you know, celebrating those small wins is so key when you're feeling behind, when you're feeling rushed, you're feeling in chaos. Look at the small wins because, and I have lots of friends where they'll say, oh, well, da, 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 and I'm just like, oh, let's point out the win in that one because mm-hmm. we don't do that enough. We right. definitely don't celebrate the wins enough. So, yep. Amen. Okay. Then the last thing that I want you to remember to close us out is it's all about choices. Mm. Don't feel like you're at the mercy of your life. You're not. You get to make choices. So own them. Right. And if you made one today you didn't like, make a different one tomorrow. Yeah. Just be like, oh, I didn't like making that I made that choice today. Right. I'll make a different one. Because you can always change the choices you make. But when you can be accountable and not like at the mercy of your life, thinking that it's all of the noise and the chaos that your kids are creating that's making you feel bad, it's not. It's your thoughts about all of that. Mm -hmm. And you get to choose your thoughts. You get to choose your actions. You be accountable to you. Show up for you in love and compassion. It's going to change your world. I promise. Yeah. Love it. Love it. So with that, we are going to, we know that these are short, quick nuggets. You know, it's summer. We know people don't have a lot of time to just be sitting on a podcast. Well, maybe you do, but we, the tools are important. Write them down. See how you can show up for yourself in your life by using them. Make small, small little changes make such a big difference. And remember that. The happiness of your life depends on the quality of your thoughts. Every time. All right. And to close us out, we've got a would you rather. This one really resonates with me and resonates is going to make a lot more sense in a minute. Would you rather have an incredibly annoying high-pitched voice (laughs) or a really deep manly voice? Well, that's easy for me because, A, I have a little lower voice anyway because I have thyroid disorder. No, I've gotten a lot lower the older I've gotten. But I can't do the whiny kid voice. I have to be like, Brock, stop. That is not a voice that we need to be using just to get your attention. Like, stop, talk in a normal voice. I can't, I don't want to do this. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, yeah, I'm I'm over the pitchy voices for sure. I know. And I even have tried to turn it into a not whiny kid's voice, high-pitched voice. And there's actually a gal that I really love her content. And so I try to listen to her podcast, but her voice is so high-pitched. Even when she's like super happy and sharing these amazing things, I'm like, I can't do it. (laughs) I can't. 
Maybe and, if you slow her down to a half. Oh, there you go. If That's you slow a good it down, idea. it might change the pitch. I like that. I don't know. It, I yeah, like I definitely am going with lower, even though I'd much rather have just a nice, soothing, calm voice that's a little higher in tone, but the pitchiness, mm, Yeah. Plus, it always it. makes me laugh, like, if, <laughs> whenever Jason comes in, like, because we, like, read our scriptures and say our prayers at night, and so, like, he'll come into the room and be like, oh, hi, and I go, oh, hi. <laughs> And it makes us laugh every time <laughs> just because it's so funny. So I think just because I have that funny thing already going in on head, with yeah. a low man voice, oh, hi, <laughs> it just makes me laugh. So I'm going with a low pitched voice. Yep. Love it. All right. Well, we hope you have a fantastic week and join us again next time. You've been listening to The Clarity Call with Alicia and Kimberly. Find additional episodes of the program on any popular podcast app or search Apple iTunes. You may also subscribe to The Clarity Call to catch every episode. If you've enjoyed the content of this podcast, we invite you to share it and please leave a rating and review of our program. If you'd like to connect with Alicia and Kimberly on social media, you can find them on Instagram as The Clarity Call or on Facebook under Clarity Call. They can also be reached by email at theclaritycall at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and supporting our program.